Hey guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings The Big Top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over The Big Top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use. You don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use, and their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Hi, I've left the stove on this evening, and welcome to The Big Top. I am your host, Barney, aka The Muckle Stota, and today I'm excited to introduce my next guest, Tonio, who's an ABDL who has been around since the early days of Tumblr, and who you may know as the Preschool Tiger or Little Tiger Tonio. Today, Tonio and I are going to be sitting down and talking about ABDL. Just a reminder that sometimes what we talk about can be uncomfortable to listen to. We are talking about real people's real experiences, and there isn't always a right way to do that. So quick disclaimer, as always, I am not a mental health professional. Uh, Yes, I studied theatre. I am barely a professional. Uh, But more importantly, we are not here to be perfect. Although nothing gets aired that we don't want shared. Today the circus is in Hamburg, Germany, where Tony and I sit down to talk all things age play and diapers, uh, and he is going to share some of his experiences with me as well. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at tstota and on Instagram at the underscore muckle underscore stota. Apologies for the sound quality in this one, my mic was being weird and Tony has an adorable pet bird desperately trying to get his attention the whole time. <laughs> so join me as we go under the big top everything's immaterial in 2022 hashtag that's going to be the opening okay um i can i can deal with that it's 2022 (laughs) everything's immaterial and i'm fucking here for it we're just two real ass bitches in a fake ass world that can very much summarize our lives (laughs) but okay (laughs) are you yeah we are already recording right yeah yeah it's recording but like we'll start it at the we'll start it when we sound cool man i'll cut out anything that doesn't sound fucking rockstar um honestly i think that i already sound fucking sound cool uh 90 percent of the time so it's gonna be a rough one you know? no, we'll see <laughs> um let's let's pretend that i'm presenting myself even though you, we already know each other hi i'm antonio <laughs> you can call me tonium i'm like two um, already like super big <laughs> to 85 years old um baby your baby uh-huh. uh <laughs> i am um i'm an i'm an enthusiast for to- uh toys uh stuffed animals horror movies and real crime that, I guess that's the, that's the best way that I can introduce myself. I, you're a fucking rock star. I just noticed something, and that is, it doesn't look like I'm recording. Me. It looks like I'm recording. Uh, my side looks like it's been recording all time. Yours just uh, kind of like it's there. I mean, I, I I've listened to podcasts of people who kind of like just talk about themselves and just uh, kind of like create voices with themselves and then just carry on for like 40 minutes straight. I mean... I could do that, or I could try. Or I could have fun trying to do it. No, no, no! You will not. <laughs> you, you will shut your damn mouth. Like I think it's fine. I mean, is it? <laughs> I don't know though. And there's no. You can't play it back. That's the there are like thing. super tiny alterations of sound in your bar. Now, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's 
You... Wait, let me try and scream into the microphone. <gasps> yeah, see, it's working. Okay, I mean, it's, it's your podcast. Let's do it the way you want it. Well, like this the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's it's your podcast. We can do it your way or we can do it the right way. <laughs> we can do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... You know what? I'm not going to cut that out. Okay. Because hashtag I'm not perfect. I know, like, I appear to be perfect. I sound perfect. I look perfect. Um, and I make it look really effortless to be perfect, but at the end of the day, I'm only human. I can. Uh, everybody can tell that you put a lot of effort into pay, into playing like you don't pay any effort at all. Mm-hmm. I'm but just an ordinary super. So. <laughs> perfect. Well, we're actually t- here to talk about you and specifically your fun, weird, wonderful uh, experiences because you've had so many. And <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. Well, specifically, we're talking about ABDL because that's kind of what we're what we're here for. That's what sells. Not that. That's the that's your audience, and we're trying to fucking sell to them. You know, and that's what that's what we're going to be speaking about. My audience is big babies, and if it's not, it's gonna be. Um, and they're gonna like it. Yeah, they're gonna fucking love they it. They better like it. <laughs> but perfect anyway. Okay, so I haven't really we haven't spoken about age play so far so let's just do a quick crash course abdl stands for adult baby diaper lovers and it's uh also known as age play there's a lot of different facets to it and tony over here is pretty fucking experienced so start me off how did abdl happen for you how did that like what came first well it's kind of weird. I mean, uh, for starters, I when I was growing up, I stopped wearing nappies somewhere when I was around five years old because I had some problems going growing up. And then uh, because of that, I was old, and since I was pretty much uh, raised by, <laughs> I would I want to say it uh, not poorly but in humble conditions which means uh collectively along with (laughs) another five uh, cousins so i was always being treated like uh even though i was already big and all that i was still being treated like a little kid and that just kind of like always stuck with me uh then that got carried on to uh my teenage years uh, I I remember even have even having a, a com- this computer at my uncle's place that uh, I don't I don't know if you are part of that uh, generation of uh, I don't well I don't know like ten to sixteen year olds that their uh, grown well their handlers thought hey here's a computer and have fun with a lot of unsupervised action oh, on yeah, the internet yeah. well that was me. Mm-hmm. I was one of those kids, and most likely your audience was kind of like that as well. <laughs> so yeah, I remember uh, you know uh, searching for uh, you know in the corresponding language like boys in di- men in diaper. I remember that it, it was like I first searched for men because I was like no, I want to see men. Anyway, so what? What came what came first for you? Because I, like so I'm not a nostalgia baby. I found ABDL pretty late. But like was it that you wanted to see you knew you wanted to see other men in diapers or was it that you wanted to wear them again? It always had been the uh behind all of this has always been just my feelings to, you know, want to be a little kid again. Uh, it event in my teenage years that uh, eventually developed into uh, sexual arousal because of it, and I I would have tried to uh, have sex with nappies involved, and even nowadays I can I can tell that uh, you know sex it's okay mixing both of them it's okay but sorry I would say that that comes into kind of like a secondary thing that I get besides uh, my main thing, which is just being a little kid. Is it for you, you can be a little kid without the diapers and that's the headspace is the important thing? Yeah, exactly. Well, I've always thought that uh, the, the nappy, it's kind of like what makes it, you know, 
completely obvious that uh, someone's a baby, but mm. I have the spirit, to, well, a spirit also philosophy uh, to think that you can just carry around your inner child, uh, everybody, every everywhere by doing the correct things, you know, for instance, uh, even when I was living back in my hometown, I would go off uh, by dressing somebody could call it uh, extravagantly or you could call it back like that back then but it was just still pretty much a very cutesy thingy articles of clothing that could pass both for a, a children's wardrobe as well for an adult's wardrobe so and that's a practice that I am doing uh, up to today uh, just as an example, I went wearing a sailor's. I went to work wearing a sailor suit last week, and it, it's it's just nice. I mean, it's nothing so scandalous that will make people go crazy in the streets. It looks chic. Uh, I have I have people saying that I look cool or cute or whatever, and at the same time, deep down, I still get to feel like a little boy without making a big scandal outside. So it's. Uh, I would say that it's uh, my way of enjoying little things. I love that you dress like a big kid all the time because it, it is cool. And it's also, I like those little things where you're doing something. It's kind of like being padded in public, like you know, and, and other people don't. But it's more that they don't know what it means. And that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. But also, yeah, like, if you know, you know. and. <laughs> You know when you know. Mm -hmm. Quote Sophie. <laughs> I, I I'm going to come up. I have a lot of um, uh, a lot of pop no, pop uh, junk knowledge. So we'll be drop bombing those ever ever some from time to time. But yeah, uh, I can give uh, an advice to everyone who's you know uh, interested in living a little bit more into the little head space, but don't really want to be nappied outside uh i mean for me it's achievable just by uh, finding something that you think it's cute uh, it passes both for your style and for what you consider your little self's style to be like and you can just kind of like match them up or and while going outside it just it, it can also be a confidence boost if you see it that way because if you're feeling cool, if you're feeling, in my case, cute, uh, then yeah, it's it's you project that in the outside, and that's what uh, kind of like grabs the attention of, of all people. Oh yeah, confidence I found is everything. Because if you if you like if you wear overalls out or whatever, and you feel weird about it, it's obvious that you're uncomfortable. But if you feel comfortable and it makes you happy, and you're just cool with it then no one's going to question you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, you can really pretty much just apply that exact same logic to being padded outside, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because um, I've had in so many years people coming to me saying like, <laughs> uh, being this, the, this, uh, this random person in the internet that... I'm not sure if you might recognize since you come from like a different background, but all of the AVDLs that have been around for an all platform of social media would recognize this person who randomly just pops into their DMs and says, Hey, are you padded? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, I've had that uh, conversation as well as lots of people, lots of times. And when it develops a little bit more, uh, because I'm honestly not a dick. I'm just uh, something to say like, hey, that's just not the way that you should interact yeah. with people. If you feel like chatting with me, try again some other time. Yeah. Well, so some of the, the few <laughs> persons that have come back... Um, they we start speaking well chatting or whatsoever and then they say like and how do you do it to be nappied outside well the first thing that i uh, i comes to my mind it's why don't you do it i mean if you think about it uh logically the if first of well picking up a little bit on what we were saying before if you just think of it as normal uh, act cool and don't make a really big deal about it nobody else has to make a deal a big deal about it either 
So just kind of like fake it until you make it and always keep in mind uh, worst case scenario that could come up, come out of that is that they might notice that you're wearing a nappy. It's not, that's, that's it. A complete stranger noticing that you're wearing a nappy and that's most likely that will be the end of the story. It's, it should take a, a very, very unique person to randomly say like hey this guy's wearing a nappy and then you of course will feel embarrassed and eventually will ejaculate because of all that interaction <laughs> well the, some of us the... <laughs> <laughs> well that is the worst thing that could happen is somebody points it out or but but even then it's like well they're the one being an asshole like there's, there's no no one around is going to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, ha ha. They're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with that person? Why are they trying to embarrass that person? So, OK, you know what I'm going to talk about is you fucking did this to me. <laughs> you <laughs> took me out and got me tipsy. <laughs> and we took some really cool pictures, but I was so nervous to like pull my pants down while padded in public to take those pictures. And the first time it happened, somebody walked by and I was like, fuck. And then I just was like, oh, yeah, well, that just happened. They walked by. Doesn't matter. And then every single time we <laughs> took a photo after that, somebody walked by. <laughs> but yeah, it just became like, well, fucking who cares? I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, they don't have to look. In my defense, I will come and say it didn't happen every single time. Every single time. It happened every time because I saw them walk by, look at me right in the eyes. <laughs> there's actually one picture where there's a guy like jogging and you can see him behind me. And you're the one taking the picture like, yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Just, you know, you just, have, you just have to live it, you know? You just have to be a fucking doctor <laughs> about it. You should just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sentence. I mean, you can apply it for literally everything from, I don't know, I want to do stand-up comedy. You should just go for it. it it's kind of like the, the way to say, I support you, but, you know, a very generic way that you don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> I love that for you. It suits me. But anyway, as well, I want to, I want to formally say I want to formally say thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It's uh, I, I came to the world of podcasts, but because I listened to a very uh, popular one in my in Mexico, that it's pretty much about uh, crime and paranormal phenomena. But ever since then, I have been telling my partner, like, "Oh my god, I want to be in a podcast so bad. Why does anybody invite me to a podcast?" The big top making dreams come true. Since 2022. That's it. Is that the name of your podcast? <laughs> the Big Top? Yeah, The Big Top. You're on the podcast and you don't know the name of the podcast? No. Such a fucking rock star. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, I just have this right now. Cool then I have, a, I, I, I have a photo shoot for Pampers at 8, so <laughs> I can really be late for that. When is this going to end? You're double padded right now, aren't you? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Ah, but I need it because I pee too much. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I want to know the first time you wore padding out. Okay. Because I remember my first time and it was the scariest thing I ever did. Okay. But I feel like you're way cooler and braver than me. Mm. Okay, so the first one, of course, I don't remember since, you know, it happened like seconds after I was born. I w escaped my mother's womb. Uh, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> So I don't have like the cognition information to really compile it all right now. Oh, you didn't? I did. Oh, how was it? Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. Okay. It's really difficult being so talented and smart from such a young age. I get that. It's, it's really, really such a load of work to be so talented. I know. And if everybody else could just like elevate to my level, I would be less exhausted all the time. There, there it goes, the big top uh, listeners. You should really raise up your level to match your host's level for, no, I don't know, don't. whatever he's elevated in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, do they know each other? <laughs> yeah, most likely. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Okay, so 
Uh, I would say the first time that happened after I was out of nappies was when I was seven years old. Uh, back then, uh, I had another very little cousin who was also still in nappies. And then I kind of like s- snook into wherever he, well, his room. I think it was his room or another room in my grandma's uh, house. Uh, and then I just got, I saw the nappies and I thought, hmm. What will it feel like? What would happen if I just put another another one on? So I kind of like was on the uh, on the middle of uh, adjusting it, and then uh, my grandma came uh, come, came into the door and just oh. saw me, and then yeah, I got scolded, and uh, she told me he was going to tell my dad or whatever, and I was like, oh my god, my life's over, and here we are, like. <laughs> Almost nineteen fifty. No, like I don't. I I'm I'm, ter- I'm I'm two years old. I can't do math. I can only count to two. <laughs> Wait, what? What did, what did did she tell your dad? Honestly, up to today, I do not know. What? I, I mean, mean, why would you? I'm just thinking, like, if I saw you, and it's only been a couple years that you've been out of diapers anyway. I don't know that I'd really. Like, surely you'd be like, that's weird. Don't do that. But then it's harmless. It's like, well, he was curious. Like, w- would did she really like, I don't know. She was, she was, she seemed kind of pissed off, but uh, that, that was on my father's side. And all of the, that side of the family has always been very into uh, emotional manipulation, very, you know, they're not really the best persons to be uh, raising children, but somehow they ended up raising a lot of children. So that's that's yeah, another story. Uh, if you, if you want another, I I have I just have so many stories. What what do you want okay, to hear? Well, okay, give me an embarrassing story. Like I want to hear. Bring to me your weirdest kink experience. Weirdest, um... or maybe most embarrassing. Because I started with like just. I mean, all my kinks are embarrassing, right? I'm into clowns. I'm into diapers. I'm into you know weird shit. But I'm interested in hearing other people's weird, embarrassing stories because we all have them. And also, like, we pretend that we don't for some reason. I thought I was the weirdest person in the world. And now it turns out everybody, like, wants to fuck clowns. And it's it's not as weird as I thought it was. So go weird, because somebody's done it. <laughs> the internet always proving to you that you're less special than you thought you were. Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm really annoyed about it. But here we are. Yeah, just, 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 you know, just kind of like deal with it. <laughs> okay. Um, need to be special. Uh, embarrassing story. Oh, I have, well, it wasn't really that embarrassing, but I got a little bit blushy back then. Uh, it was the first time that I uh, visited this uh, friend, uh, very well, more older than me friend in Amsterdam, who was going to be, I will, I was going to be his uh, baby son, and he was going to be my daddy and whatsoever. And I remember be wearing uh, some don- some short short old dungarees, um, as well as striped shirt. And being thickly padded, and uh, then we were at the uh, register of a supermarket, and then again, yeah, the cashier just uh, asked them, "Asked uh, this, my friend, is is he your son?" And then he said, "Yes, of course, of course, this is my son." And then he said, "He looks very cute," and I was like, "Ah, uh, don't, I'm not cute. Aww. I'm not cute at all." And I mean, not that I want to you know exaggerate a little bit uh about this but i've been well i've been receiving a lot of uh kind of like mixed well not mixed but just straight up signals uh of uh related to little me being a little kid or uh diapers in in media a lot lately for instance i was listening to this uh serial crime podcast just uh last week and they started to stop to talk about fetishes for some point, and I, I, as I, I'm listening to it, I am running. So I thought, I think, oh, interesting. Of course, they're not going to talk about it, but then, without even realizing, they got just the 
the guy says something in the, between the lines like, you know, if it's if it's uh, something strange, it's fine as long as you're not hurting everybody else. Which, yeah, it, it, everything you do in your life, it's good as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Yeah. And then the other co-host of the podcast randomly jumps in after that sentence saying, yeah, of course, if you want to wear the big diaper, go ahead and wear the big diaper. Aww. So... That, for instance, then the other day at a restaurant, I was handled a kiddie menu and my, <laughs> the friend that was with me had a normal person menu. And I was I got really, really excited at looking at the children's menu. <laughs> and then the, the lady took it and said, oh, that's not for you. I'm so sorry. And then she took it away and I was like, oh, Aww. I got really angry back then. You should have asked for it back. I'm too shy to do that, mm. you know. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're so shy and meek and quiet. You're so demure. Uh, I can I can be honestly. I can I can be very shy unless that I unless that I already know the person. I can be very uh, very very wild. Very uh, let let let's go to let's go to coke under a, a bridge because that's what wild people do. So wild. Okay, you didn't tell <laughs> me what what was the first time you wore a diaper like out. Like outside, out. out and about. Huh. Okay. Because that. Oh, okay. I remember. So it. embarrassing when I did it. Like I was so mortified. Really? How was it? It was. It's so scary. It was the scariest thing. Okay. Why was it so scary? I just thought everyone would notice. I thought they'd hear the crinkle. They'd see the diaper. And like, if I was gonna do it, I was gonna do it properly. So I had two stuffers. Like it was big, and I peeled. Nice. So you know. Um, and I think one person did notice because the stuff is like eventually kind of sagged. It was really droopy and I had like this huge diaper between my legs, but, um, this is where it get hot, uh, podcast listeners keep, keep wanking. <laughs> if you're close, <laughs> let, let me help. Let me help them. Yeah. This is the moment to climb. Don't up. come yet. <laughs> No, but then I came home. I don't know, like this guy I was talking to told me, like convinced me to do it. And then he was supposed to call me and like I tried to get a hold of him and for some reason I couldn't. And I was really annoyed about that because I was I felt super nervous. I was out by myself, really self-conscious and just came home as quick as I could. But after that, every time I've worn out, I just haven't cared. And like doing it with someone else, and then you realize nobody's paying attention. Yeah, um, it's so it it happens to for everybody of us. Which, uh, well, yeah, that, that was the first time that I wore uh, a proper AVDL nappy while I was outside. I met up with this person in my hometown, and then he said that he was a dad. He is he still thinks himself as a daddy, and fun fact, we still keep in contact even nowadays. Aww. Yeah, it's crazy. At first, I, I was a little bit afraid as well, but it became just normal so easily and so quick that I really just couldn't tell. I just uh, was, let, was letting myself be leaded by the grown-up part in this equation yeah you know it makes me think of when ugh, the only time where i've actually now i remember the only time i was super embarrassed was when i went to the cinema by myself at your house oh okay <laughs> because i i like i pee so much and i don't know why i didn't change before i left but i was like oh okay well i'll bring i'll bring a change and then if i need it i have it and i sat down on the train and it just went and leaked down my legs and you could smell it you could you could see it you could tell and it was so wet like flopping between my legs I, I was I couldn't do anything i had to just walk to the cinema like that and then try and change in the toilet really quickly before the film and then I didn't even pee during the film <laughs> Ugh. yeah that was well good. done thank you <laughs> I, I feel like perfect <laughs> but also like yeah that's kind of the worst thing I could have imagined happening and it was fine so whatever very okay. cool what's like the ultimate ABDL fantasy for you because you know, for some people, it's like they just want to be 24-7 baby. And for some people, it's, you know, some people are more just kind of into the diaper side of things. Where What's like, I don't even know my own answer to this question. So I want to hear yours. 
I mean, it, it's very different. It's just very different for everyone. Uh, regarding fantasies, I don't really think I see a well the whole AVDL thing. Uh, you know, like that. Um, even though I have fantasies, it's just something very material that I don't really think that much about. I do can tell that I currently, besides being partnered, I also have a, a real, I've met a really, really cool man uh, who seems to, it, it's just so weird. I, I mean, I don't really want to uh, go on and kind of like brag about the man that I, well, that we both agreed for us to be into a, baby that relationship mm-hmm. but the thing is it just uh, came all, all very organically i mean we are one day talking to on tumblr and we're talking about uh ufo uh people being you know abducted by ufos about sure. people- yeah, about, well, not only about that, but also about real crime, about ghost stories, and then we eventually move on to another uh, social media, and then I realize that this person is, we match each other in what do we expect from an ABDL uh, father-baby relationship, and it, it just match, and we just hit it up from then. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, we're still uh, to be met. To met, uh, we have already chatted and video camera for a long time. We have written each other letters. Uh, I'm I'm going to be seeing him uh, this year, but if I can tell uh, something that this is my ultimate fantasy would be to you know have a proper nursery with the a cot, a changing table, uh, stuff like that, which is something that we're going to be working in uh, when I visit. Yeah, I'm very, very thrilled about it. Oh. Yeah, but, so that that's like the, that's awesome. uh, the ultimate fantasy in short term, but honestly, kind of like my ultimate fantasy, it's pretty much that, but in long term, you know, I kind of want to have enough money for me to have a a nice flat or house in which I can have one room that is dedicated for all this little side of my life. And not only that, I can, it, that I can call for me, for myself. And also, if I could have the possibility to spend the rest of my days just being a little kid and spending all my days, you know, learning new stuff or uh, drawing or reading, playing video games, swimming, stuff like that. I think that will be my ultimate fantasy regarding all Mm. the situation. That's awesome. It's something to do. Having like a kink space or just a, a you know a dedicated space i feel like that's something a lot of people like i definitely want that i i wish i could i wish i had the room to just yeah have like a clown room or something because but i also get that that's not everybody's but yeah but what what what, what a, a clown a clown room would be like okay i'm gonna tell you after i go and urinate because i'm not wearing a nappy and we're gonna take a quick break okay Perfect. I'm going to go uh, put on another one on BRB. <laughs> you sure it wasn't just you farting? My farts w- sound way better than that. Uh-huh. You've got really good sounding farts? Yeah. Uh, I- I'm going to sample them eventually, but that's for another project. No, I'm actually doing that. Okay. I mean... <sighs> I posted it on Twitter. I was like, do, do people want to see this and... People were like, "Yeah." So now I'm a footboy and I do fart stuff. One of my one of my uh, biggest crushes of all time uh, from Twitter, uh, Matthias. Uh, you, you know him, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The diaper style, yeah. Yeah, Matthias uh, made a video some time ago of him. Putting, oh my god! Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, the thing that he put like the sound thingy on the top of in the back of his nappy and then right. farts, and I, I was like. Mm, uh, uh what's going on here i like i I like farts for the same reason i like everything i like which is it started out as just circus clowns and then it came to anything that's like embarrassing or silly or whatever it's 
I like it because it's embarrassing and it's still such a very little boy thing to do. So it's yeah, totally my brand. <laughs> do we have a does your podcast her, has any sponsors? No. Oh. I mean, okay. if that's the case, let big shout out to North Shore because it's the first time that I ever buy a pack of uh, the most popular thi- mega mega max. Yeah, that that's okay. the first. Actually, like hashtag not sponsored. I do want to big up North Shore because we're we're talking about ABDL this episode, but North Shore aren't actually an ABDL brand. Yeah, right, right. But the thing is, so um, there's a really really interesting article. Um, the CEO or, or whoever it was um, got questions from people who are ABDLs and she said she'd never even heard of it. She looked it up and then from then on, they made it company policy that like they have uh, diapers that they recommend for ABDLs, for people who engage in ABDL play or an ABDL lifestyle who also buy the brand for medical reasons. And they just catered to everything and they were just you know, we just wanted to have an open policy about it and acknowledge the community. And they, they like, I think it's such a cool way that they handled um, the the attention. Yeah, yeah. And like on their website as well, like they have a whole section for if you're an ABDL, like, you know, here's what, you know, we have for you. I just think that's like really, really cool. It was amazing. I... Well, I eventually I realized eventually that they were not an ABDL company, but then started to kind of like uh, wing around for it, and they were just cool with it. They didn't have to change yeah. their essence of the product. They just no, kind of all. like yeah, appealed to it, and they, they they grew even further in the market. Totally. Take notes, rears. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 Well, I actually got, they, they sent us um, the Mega Maxes. And like, so I'm, you know, I'm not, diapers really came late for me. And it, it, it was only really an accessory to the AD side of things. And it took me a while to start wedding and that, and that kind of thing. So I definitely would say there are, there are other people, especially colleagues of mine who, you know, are, are way better to, to test like diapers as a product. But I loved the Mega Maxes just because they held... Like I pee a lot, and and they just held it. Yeah, I I can tell how amazing they are right now because I I got like two packs uh, because they were in sale on some German website, and I thought, and when I received, it, I thought, wow, wow, these are amazing. Sorry, I'm playing with my calf muscle because I've just noticed that like. Oh okay, <laughs> I just saw something skin like <laughs> there, and I was like, does he now has a slave? It's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just under the desk. I mean, if you have that to cave, go, do, do you, girl? I will. Um, I wanted to start your podcast by kind of like randomly screaming, Mom, turn on the recorder. But being also quite honest, I never really understood that joke because I kind of like came in <laughs> too late. But also Mexican broadcast system were like 30 years behind in the 2000s. So... <laughs> Literally everything that I would listen to would be that exact same joke. Uh, but anyway, that's that's just that another thing. Um, yeah, I'm too young for that. Yeah, um, um, I could I could tell you about uh, the, the the most awkward uh, dates that I've had so far in the AVDL world. Oh my god! Please do hold on. Sorry, I just wanted to apologize for the sounds of me slurping because I. I've decided to help myself to some elderflower champagne. Wow. Not only a, a nice cup of water, the host of the Big Top drinks champagne. Drinking on the job. While all of us are listening to this while driving our two-hour drive for work, the hashtag the, the, the Muckle Stoder sits in his ivory tower and drinks champagne. No, 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 Can no, you no, believe no, no, no. this? Let me be clear. This isn't actually champagne. This is, um, my partner made this. He gathered all the elderflower from the neighborhood and he fermented it into like this like awesome little fizzy. It's basically just like elderflower cordial, but it's alcoholic. It's really great. Okay. So shout out to um, him. So anyway, you were going to tell the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got I got I got carried away by by the spirit of Twitter and wanted to cancel you. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> cancel me for my decadent lifestyle. It had to be done. Fair enough. But anyway. I've been cancelled. <laughs> uh, and you can also, and kind of like whoever is listening to this, and you can really pretty much take this advice as just a, as a regular note for dating. If you're just getting to know this person, regardless of where did, where or how did you met them, it's not the best strategy to just sit there and expect the other person to carry on the conversation. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. I, I I will I will praise you that with I totally understand being nervous and shy and needing the other person to lead. I've been that person before. I I, I totally understand that and. I'm happy to do that for people as well, especially when they're visibly nervous and they just need someone to take control of the situation socially and say, let me do the talking and, and you can kind of listen and answer and, you know, whatever. But if you then can't go further than that, if you then can't go, okay, I f- feel better or, you know, I'm still feeling nervous, but I can at least sort of be honest about it and just say how I'm feeling. Like if you're just completely silent and you're just like giving nothing yeah that's just what are you doing i'm I'm saying it well and of course i totally understand that uh there are people i'm one of those people who in the beginning of uh when getting to know someone new they are kind of shy kind of uh like taunting where i can go where i cannot go and yeah i mean i at some point i didn't really mind it being and even nowadays, I don't really mind being that point of support for someone who's not, uh, you know, doesn't disemboll very well in social situations. But and that, I understand that. But the awkward date that I was about to get to is this person in my hometown. We he we start started speaking through Tumblr, which that's another whole. Mm-hmm. I think that another <laughs> 10 minutes of material can come out of that on social media generally, but let's first finish this. Um, so this guy who contact me th- contacts me th- through Tumblr, we've been uh, chatting for like two days, and then he says, hey, I want to meet you. And I said, oh, okay, no problem. So then we met. Uh, he is not contributing to the conversation, however, at all whatsoever at all and then it ends i go home as soon as i can and i try you know kind of like oh is that your boyfriend yes <laughs> no no because i don't want people to think i'm an alcoholic thank you oh. <laughs> check your privilege you you in your ivory tower drinking homemade flower champagne not to interrupt and also then just texting him now to say, can you pour me another class? <laughs> nice. Sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I am a horrible interrupter. Um, yeah, no big game. So, but yeah, somehow uh, we decided to keep uh, on dating for a little bit. But the thing is that uh, even it was already our fifth date and I would still be leading the conversation all of the time. And he wouldn't be speaking unless that I have asked him something. Bad something to him and even when he replied he would just be a very very short answer and that's it then he would kill the conversation like that and i would have to find some way to pick it up and but but somehow this guy was uh, kind of like obsessed with me he then started to send me messages but uh like super uh cheesy messages and it's like okay why can't you be more active while we are in person and i mean i get that but but there are people that yeah yeah i to message like if you're of our generation i think it's it's definitely easier to say things over text because you get to think about them and so i get that but also five dates in you should feel comfortable enough with each other that he can the the responsibility is not on you to supply all of the conversation yeah i know and even when i i claimed on him to that he will just go on and say uh it's just that i i love hearing you speak so much and it's like fuck off i'm 
Yeah, yeah, honestly. Because also what he's doing there is he's saying, no, it's nice It's nice for me to sit back and let you do all the work. And not only am I not contributing, but I, he's not giving you the opportunity to get to know him. Yeah, so everything kind of like collided when he invited me to his birthday. Uh, and I kind of like will just stay with him out of interest. Uh, and everything exploded in his birthday when I got him this uh, Digimon. Um, Wait, what? I got him this uh, Patamon uh, keychain. Oh my god! Uh, stuffed keychain, and I thought uh, I gifted to him because he invited me over to his birthday party, which was the most awkward thing in my life. Really, it was their parents, uh, some of their friends. Uh, uh, it was just so weird because I didn't know anybody who was there. And I was just, uh, he kind of represented me as his boyfriend. And I was the boyfriend who nobody knows where he comes from. And nobody knows how he is dating uh, our friend. Whoa. Yeah, and then, uh, so I didn't really put much attention into that, and everything kind of, like, exp- uh, was, that was my, like, my big red flag that say, dude, get out. Uh, when we had just uh, some time by ourselves, he just said, I think I love you, and I was like, oh, okay, good for you. Mm. Bye. Mm. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> Thank you for loving I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say lo- I love you back, but I said thank. I did say thank you. I did remember saying thank you. Thank you. Oh wow. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know what kind of reality he was living in to think that I was feeling comfortable like mm, that. Not the same one as you. Yeah, exactly. But that's just one uh, awkward date. I also have another story in which I kind of like. Uh, uh, made out with a possible trafficker but i am not really sure how that is okay well podcast listeners uh here's where it gets uh you know i was about to say go back to the patamon keychain like uh, (laughs) digimon is my whole life (laughs) i need to know which keychain and i need one um i don't really remember i think they were done by takaratomi back then okay fine well anyway a sex trafficker. I don't know. If- yeah, th- this you should you should put this into. Uh, well, if this was a YouTube That's- video, that would be like the thing you would choose to be in the in the clip. Like, <laughs> uh, talk from talking to a Paramount keychain to making out with a trafficker. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, but but yeah, definitely you would put that in the in the nail clip. Well, I want to believe that it wasn't as bad as it sounds because I honestly up. Up until today, I do not know if those rumors are true because, uh, podcast listeners, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of weird rumors about some people in the APDL scene, which I Mm. do know all of them. And you can find out more about them if you give us money through Patreon. (laughs) No, not Patreon, PayPal, directly to my PayPal. Yeah, send send him money and then we'll we'll make an exclusive episode (laughs) when I just pretty much bring out all of the drapes that I know from everybody in the community. Okay, if you want to hear all the the tea... We need, we need, uh, send me gold bars. I think we'll, we'll put up a, a, a PO box information. I'm looking for, you know, Krugerrands, Fabergé eggs, just money. Just send, send us money. money Get, we'll, no we'll, crypto. We'll no crypto. No, absolutely no. not. Get away from me with that. No, okay. <laughs> okay. So back to my, back to my story. Um, this yeah, back to your story. My trafficker story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this happened when I was uh, 17. I just have turned, uh, about to be turning 18, actually. I was uh, working at this um, photography studio. Back then, I was, the, I had already, sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that was deep. That came from you. That came. <laughs> it, it, it's all of these emotions that I'm finally discovering after all this time has had happened. Mm-hmm. Bottled down. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I was. I am dating this uh, guy uh, back then. He was like my third boyfriend of all time, and uh, it's one Friday. I. I haven't been paid yet and then while I'm at work my boyfriend uh, sends me a message and says hey I don't really want to be with you anymore because I'm going back with my ex 
And I thought like, ah, okay, well, mm. bye. So kind of like whenever you get dumped and you want to play it cool so you're not that emotionally devastated. Uh, and <laughs> it then my AVDL friends back then came out to, well, pretty much just save me from that day. Uh, they said, hey, we're going to be meeting up at this um, bar. And so like, if you want to come, we'll be here. And I said, like, but I don't have any padding or, and I don't have much money. And they, and then they said, ah, it's okay, don't worry, just come around. And I said, wow, cool. So, yeah, I went to a bar, uh, to a really, it's a nice bar in Mexico City. It's, uh, it's very nice. It's uh, kind of tight, but I know the owner, so it doesn't matter. So we met there with uh, I met I meet there with one of the my friends uh, Gary, which he used to be the it boy from Tumblr in Mexico, the ABDL it boy from Tumblr in Mexico back in back then. So wow. yeah, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we have been chatting for a while, and this is it, it was like the second time we met each other in per, in person and. You know, we were vibing and being cool. Then another, some other uh, friends arrived. Uh, uh, I'm going to say their names because so then we can speak about them. Like everybody knows who I'm, am I referring to? Okay. So it's me, Gary, uh, Mau, and uh, Jorge, uh, Jorge. Yeah. So uh, this person, it's uh, we meet up and then we ha- we have been already been dancing a little bit in the club and uh, you know full on so- Sophie and Coco Chloe, it's so 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 cool. And then randomly uh, they say, okay, we're gonna go into the back office now to follow on the party. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to the back office of a party. <laughs> Keep in mind that this is still a 17-year-old who's had his heart broken earlier today and kind of like figuring out how everything's playing on a Friday. <laughs> so then I went uh, upstairs to the back office. We had uh, we got, we had more drinks there. Mm. And then it was just uh, all going fine until somebody said like, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's blow up this joint. Let's go to my apartment. Uh, Jorge, let's blow this popsicle stand. Let's blow this popsicle stand, and then we leave the bar and then take on to the uh, owner's uh, owner's bar owner's house, uh, where we meet his uh, husband, uh, strip a Canadian some sort of Canadian stripper. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it, it gets like that. So as we're at their place and we're having a nice time. Uh, I'm getting uh, drunker uh, at some point of the night and my uh, my friends revealed to me that night that, well, will reveal to me later that that night they were like, dude, don't let Antonio, uh, you know, to uh, hang too much around uh, Jorge because I think it might get bad. And because as well as we were in the op- still in the back office, uh, we were speaking. And they random he randomly started speaking about how the the he liked to go to this uh, you know places like Bangkok or whatever because he would get uh, interactions with minors. Clearly, what? Yeah. So he said that out loud. Yeah. Wow. And then, and I, th- I don't really know if that, uh, if it was, if that happened at the house or at the back office actually, but I do remember that I made out with him before that. But then when I found find out about that, I was like, uh, wow, okay. And you were seventeen. Yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that that scene of Alice in Wonderland when where the uh, the walrus is kind of like singing to the oysters. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's how it happened. Uh, luckily, back then I was still living with my parents and. They've always been living in this uh, kind of like outskirt place from Mexico City, which always meant that I had to leave every party like two hours later to arrive at my place in a safe time. Yeah. So that I would say that that pretty much that's what saved me that night. But I saw all of my friends after that, so I don't think that there was really any real danger. 
but still like even still the fact that that person was out and about and very brazenly doing that because i was gonna say you 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 talked a little bit about um being young and online and i i was gonna say you know i was the same i i, I lurked on the internet and, and just being safe on the internet is one thing but um yeah it's it's kind of a whole another thing especially when you're young impressionable drunk and i think sometimes we forget how many predators are out there and just like in spaces that we might end up in it's just like they say when they say to you in television or when you're young they're everywhere and they can look any like anything so oh yeah keep oh, an eye yeah. open and tell whoever you have the confidence the most yeah which I think always now it seems to be a whole audience of a podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I, I, I like I hope so because I, you know, we all make mistakes when we're young, and and I certainly did. But I was lucky in that I had people I could talk to, and I, you know, I I would get drunk and end up in places and not remember how I got there and that kind of thing. But I didn't have to lie about it. I didn't have to, um, you know, hide it. I think it's important important to have something like that or someone like that in your life because you should always be able to tell a friend where you are especially if oh, you're yeah. young and you're and you're going out and you're doing something um damn do you know what happened to that guy and if anything mm, i think he moved he he pulled out the the american trick and moved uh, to some place in uh, south america where uh you don't have to pay taxes or something like that Jeez. and everything's like super cheap Fuck. yeah Boy, okay so uh to wrap up, is there? Uh, I always want to end on a positive because sometimes it's it's great to talk about these kind of things because I think there's absolutely not enough people talking about them. But I always want to end on a high. I always want to end on a positive. Um, so, is there anything you'd like to shamelessly plug, or anyone you'd like to promote, or? Well, uh, I, I there's my uh, Twitter profile, which I am not really that much active on. I mostly will try to uh, po post a quick update or an epic pic every once. In a while, uh, at little Tiger Tonio. Is it Tiger or Tiger? Tiger, because it has only one G. Yeah, I'll post it in the. Oh, yeah, in at the show. preschool Tiger. Yeah, that's actually easier to, to remember. Oh, I have, I have way much more things to talk about actually, but we can do another episode. Yeah, we're gonna have to because I had like a whole. I've got I've got some notes here, and there's a whole other thing i wanted to ask you about but we're gonna have to save it for another time okay oh my god i I'm, I'm podcast listeners uh you know go on and say yeah we want him back because yeah vote yeah vote. <laughs> kind of like in big brother send send, <laughs> send the muckle stutter the number one just just that number one to his dms to, if, if you want back in this podcast and, the, and and we wait. We wait to see what happens. <laughs> we wait to see how many. <laughs> okay. Uh, something positive that I would like to plug. Um, you know, uh, regarding this whole deal of uh, being a little bit insecure on what you like or what you feel like. It's. Uh, I've always thought it's a little bit absurd. You know. Uh, it all comes with a little bit of self-care. So, you know, try to just care for yourself a little bit, to care of giving yourself or, or for allowing your space, this pun intended little space in your head in which you are, you know, uh, allowing yourself to be happy. It's only one life. And ultimately, if you don't want also to reach your 50s and say, wow, now I'm 50. I can finally start living how I want to live. Yeah. No, it shouldn't be like that. You just have always to be secure to be who you want to be. And I'm already fucking proud of whoever he is, they are, is brave enough to be who they want to be. Fuck yeah. And That's so awesome. Korean hearts. <laughs> that's what my mom makes like, oh um actually so okay i my positive thing for this week is um really on brand because we're talking about abdl i didn't even think about that but um i want to shout out quiz the ab sitter he's um he's had an abdl blog for ages he's the guy who runs um he's the captain of the loves boat um he actually has a boat and um, 
he hosts Liddles um, and posts about it online. He does these really, really amazing uh, Twitter polls, educating people on all things ABDL. Um, his content is awesome and he's also a really friendly guy and he's all about fostering community and making sure it's safe for everyone. So follow... Is that your fucking bird? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just quickly follow at Sitter on Twitter where you can find out more about his blog and The Loves Boat. I'm so sad that Caius has not been a bigger part of this episode. He's going to have to be a bigger part of the next one. Yeah, definitely. And also, if you go to the Sitter profile, uh, the interview that I did for him some years ago should be also be somewhere around. So, Oh, awesome. You know, if, if, if you want to find out more about, uh, well, my sp- uh, specific journey into all this, you can also referred to that Q&A quest, uh, session. Fuck yeah. Well, thanks for joining me today. It was amazing. Thank you for having me. Oh. And I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> if there is a next one. There will be another one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to create an, a bunch of fake profiles just so I can send one to you. Do it. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I haven't figured out how to end yet, so I'm just I'm I'm just experimenting. But every goodbye I have is very like goodbye. You just have like an outro phrase, you know, like uh, I don't know, um, stay inseminated or something like that. Stay inseminated. Stay okay. goofy. Stay clowny. Or stay. S- I don't know. St- stay mucky. <laughs> totally on brand for the muckle stutter. Stay the muckle stutter. Because it's not any, it's not any muckle stutter. It's the, the muckle stutter. Yeah. So okay, stay mucky, guys. Stay <laughs> mucky, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>